It's about time to take your great idea and turn it into a reality with Squarespace. They make it easier than ever to launch your passion project. Are you trying to showcase your work or sell products of any kind? Well, you can use their beautiful templates and customize just about anything and make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you get stuck, they have 24-7 award-winning customer support that is there to help. Go to squarespace.com grace for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code grace to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Ann Helbig, the first. Today we have an amazing comedian, host, um, wrestling enthusiast, tiny toy collector person. It's Jeff Dye with us on this episode of Not Too Deep. Um, we talked about a lot of things, mostly I guess that I'm mean to him. So um, I have some thinking to do about my own behavior. Uh, but in the meantime, enjoy this episode of Not Too Deep with Jeff Dye. Not, not too deep. Okay, Cupid is the only dating app that finds you someone based on who you are and what you're into. Answer fun questions and meet someone who shares your deep love or loathing of pineapple on pizza or commiserate on your views of the current state of the world. The OkCupid app has awesome people like you who are into what you're into. Download the free OkCupid app today. <laughs> Let's not be deep. Not deep. Also, um, I'll steer away from any jokes whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, we want this to be bland and yeah. surface. It is the new brand for Not I Too like Deep it. 2019. Jeff yeah. Dye, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Welcome to I like what you've done with the place. Thank you. You like what I've done with my producer's place. Yes. I appreciate it <laughs> yeah, very it's much. Nice. It's beautiful. Um, I sort of started doing this on some podcasts in the past, but I decided that I'm going to start opening up every podcast in 2019 with this question for every guest. Okay. What is your deal? What, what is my deal? It's <laughs> a good question. I'm a, I'm, uh, I'm, I feel like a dog. I'm very much a dog. Okay. I'm nice. Uh, I'm friendly. I'm annoying. I'm not that bright. But if I bother you, just push me away. I'll go bother someone else. All right. I mean, and also on planes, you're enjoyable. Yeah, people are happy to sit by me. They go, oh. <laughs> And then when the when the dog wants a little attention too much, then you put on your headphones. Yeah, no, mm. because dogs recognize headphones. Um, no, I well, the owner would go, "Hey, you know what I'm saying?" Mm-hmm. The owner would be like, "Oh, he doesn't want to be bothered by All the right, dog." Let's anymore. talk about planes. You travel immensely. Yes, you are on the road tons. Yes. Um, what's your? I guess. Uh, like what's what's your, my deal? Yeah, yeah what's your <laughs> follow-up question to what's your Every deal? Question. What is your deal? <laughs> no, what's your worst plane experience if you've ever had one? Oh, it's going to sound out. No, it's going to sound like uh oh, that's your worst problem. All right. But it still affects me. I still haven't let go of it. <laughs> so I'm aware that I shouldn't let this bother me, but Give it still bothers me. Give us a precursor to the story, yeah. Yeah, okay. it just still bothers mm-hmm. me. Um I like I fly always on the first flight. I'm always on the 5 a.m. or the 6 a.m. I just oh, want because wow. I'd rather sleep on a plane than miss a flight. Uh, well, I just I don't want to like Have waste my time. But if I'm already going to be asleep in a bed, might as well do it on a plane. Okay. So that's my logic. Okay. I get more of my life free if I just sleep on a plane sure. instead of a bed. So um, I'm getting that. So I like the window seat. So yeah. I get on the airplane and there's already a, a lady in my window seat. <laughs> And she's asleep. She's got like a thing over her face. She just kind of think most humans would just let that go. They would say, "Okay, I guess I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll sit in the seat next to it, like next to the person, whatever. It's a she. 
supposed What's to. That? It was a woman. Yeah. Well, I sit in the seat next to my seat. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's where the it came from. Mm-hmm. It is a seat. And, uh, and so then I, I didn't know what to do. So just kind of like sat down. <laughs> you did Mr. Burns. Yeah, I did this. Whenever I'm pondering, I go, hmm. It's not just for the evil. An actual cartoon character. <laughs> it's also yeah. for <laughs> the yeah. nervous. Hmm. What are we supposed to do? Pensive. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I didn't know what to do. So I just sat down. Mm-hmm. And then a different lady came and was like, hey, I think you're in my seat. And I was like, oh, well, she's in my seat. I don't know what to do. And she's like, out. She's like, let's sleep. Mm-hmm. So I finally just could find a flight attendant. I go, hey, I think she's in my seat. Yeah. And, uh, oh, no, I didn't do that. So, so sorry. I, I tapped her. I said, hey, I think you're in my seat. Mm-hmm. She goes, sit right there. I'm already asleep. <laughs> <laughs> also, she sounds super fun. <laughs> oh, man. I was so, I was like, there's very rare moments where like, wait a minute, I'm a grown man. I shouldn't have to do I'm also, that. I'm in addition to her, an adult. Yeah. So. <laughs> but that's my mind. It's like like very few moments where I step back and go, yeah, I didn't have to take that. But what I did is I sat in her seat like a punk. Mm-hmm. I just sat there. And then the flight attendant came. How long and there was, was the whatever. Flight? And then I go, you know what? I'm going to tell. Because we haven't even taken off yet. I'm going to snitch. So yeah, I go, I go she's, she's in my seat. Uh, I'm in the window seat and she's in my seat. Uh-huh. And, uh, and the lady, and maybe because... For whatever reason, I'm speculating that they might be the same race. The lady goes, well, she's she's already asleep. Just sit here. Took her side and uh, made me sit in her seat. How long was the flight? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. This was years ago. <laughs> but I sat in her seat. I mean, the chivalry is not dead. Was it a, was it a no, aisle was it seat? Chivalry? Was it an aisle seat, about? at least? <laughs> what a spin. No, it was a middle seat. No, I it was a middle. Oh, lame. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're right. That is your worst. I know it's story. not that bad. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just like I, I like in my mind is like, why couldn't have someone just been like, hey, that's the seat you got. Mm-hmm. You can have your seat that you paid for. What would you do if the roles were reversed? If you accidentally took someone's seat and you fell asleep? There was no accident, Grace. <laughs> right. It's not like she accidentally was in my seat. <laughs> she had a middle and she wanted but the also, window and she a, okay, punked I'm gonna, me I'm going to give this woman so much credit. Of course you will. You always you, take the side. No, no, no. I'm going to take the side of someone that is aggressively pranking someone in public. Oh, what a prank. I mean, can you imagine if that's your MO being like, I got a middle seat, but what if I get on the plane first? I'm just going to take the fucking window and pretend I took a Valium and pass the fuck out and then no, no one can touch me. Well, that's what's... Pro- I think that that is... Uh, I don't... This is going to get too deep. I think that's <laughs> the problem with life is is when people go, oh, I, I have no interest in what other people want. I have yeah. no interest in this. Well, I just want a window seat and so I'm selfishly going to take it. No, and that... Yeah, because that's exactly how I feel about people that just sort of hover into a line yeah. and then become ahead of you in line and I'm so non-confrontational that I'll just let them do it but I will non-stop just stare them down the whole time (laughs) just to let them know I see what's happening and you see that I see what's happening it's not gonna change anything so I'm not gonna say anything but like how do you live the rest of your life? How do you go? What do Airports you do when you go on? is the only place where people just forget how lines work. They're like, oh, don't we no, just so file the, in the from DMV, the middle? The DMV so like, is the only other place that I've recently learned is also really? a place where people forget what lines are. I had a similar-ish experience, except it was oh, the opposite. Oh, is this a bit? 
Is she doing a bit? Oh no, it's called, this is called a story. It's a story. I'm that's just a little justice for you. I'm out. Thank you for being the first guest on the shortest episode of Not Too Deep. It's been really fun. Oh, Go Grace. watch his podcast. Grace, He's got a Patreon. He'll be you. in Columbus, Ohio oh, at some point doing stand-up. Who the fuck oh, knows? Grace, stop it. No, I was at the DMV and this old woman that, you know, she was was a, uh, a, a, for lack of a better term, Gross. a leech. Oh, sorry. How to put this delicately? She was the worst person in the world. No, she, uh. I, uh, I thought she was with uh, another group of people. Turn, there's no groups of people at the DMV. Everyone is an individual, yeah. like hero, trying to make it through this like Zelda. You're course. a saint if you go with your friend to the DMV. Oh God, literally, yeah, you owe them a kidney if yes, they come I with you. I would know anyone to be like, I'll go with you and uh, wait in I'll hell. I'll just hang out in the worst place ever yeah. where no one wants to be. We'll make it fun. Uh, uh, this woman just started loudly talking at this other woman who obviously was non-confrontational and just like absorbed whatever she was talking about. And that's how she cut in line is that she made everyone else think that she was friends with this woman and that nice. this woman had been holding her spot. And I was like, it's not worth my time, but this old woman has a gimmick and she's sticking to it. And yeah. I respect that sort of. And I kind of love watching this other woman just have to take it on and look around and just be like, I don't yeah. know her. I don't respect that at all. Anyway, I got a really great DMV photo out you of think it. That so that's her, all that matters. You're confusing evil with clever. <laughs> You well, go, oh, wow, you know what? At least she was smart. <laughs> no, she was deceptive. Yeah, maybe and I could. also really forced uh, uh, yeah, maybe herself I, on other people's goodwill. I'll talk to my therapist this week about my uh, ability to confuse liars with <laughs> yeah. very smart people. It's like people are like, I found a loophole, man. They should have, you know, I don't have to pay these taxes. Cause, uh, <laughs> And you're like, wow, he's smart. <laughs> he found a loophole. <laughs> um, okay, so one, you've done a million things, uh, which is very fun to talk about. Uh, what's the thing that you hate talking about the most that you've ever done? Uh, I don't mind talking about any of it. I guess there's a show called Numb Nuts that I people love I literally am looking at up. this right now. I was like, is it Numb Nuts? <laughs> well, actually, here's the thing I love talking about the most and hate when people ask me about the most, which is, I know that sounds contradicting. Uh I love Bigfoot so much, and I could talk mm -hmm. about Bigfoot for hours and hours and hours. Like, I'm obsessed the with Bigfoot. Yes. mystical creature? It's not mythical. It's just a bipedal hominid that lives in the woods. Oh, it is mystical. <laughs> yeah, it's very mystical. Monkeys. There's thousands of these monkeys. They live in the woods. It's great. They walk upright. They're awesome. They're, Wait, they're, they hide. Okay. So I love talking about Bigfoot. But the problem is that uh, okay. it's in my bio. It says like Bigfoot enthusiast because I thought that would be real cheeky to put in my bio. Uh -huh. But whenever I go to like morning television to promote comedy shows. That's the only thing that they talk about. Uh, they, and they go, that'd be fun, huh? You yeah. are, I, I see that you're a Bigfoot enthusiast. <laughs> and then I have to be like, you know, I take this very seriously. <laughs> it's the one thing I'm very passionate about. Okay. Go on. That's it. So I hate it when they ask me about it because I do like talking about it. But when they think it's like this fun thing to bring. Oh, up. I'm with you. I yeah. was in the Miss New Jersey pageant when I was in Ugh. college and I also did pole vault when I was in high school. And somehow people found out and put it on my Wikipedia page. And yeah. it's the only thing that gets brought up in interviews ever when yeah. I go to any place. And it's the worst thing that to be like, yes, yes. <laughs> Both of these things are true. So you used to be an athlete and in beauty pageants, and now you're silly. Yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> and that's that. Please come to my show. Um, okay, what is, uh, well, you've done a billion prank shows. Yeah, I love pranks. 
were you into pranks before you got the hosting gig for these prank shows? Yes, much so. Very okay. much so. I think like I like a prank because it's fun and you're usually doing it to like have a good time, but it's also a little mischievous. Sure. So I, that's what I like about it is you're kind of doing something you know you, you maybe shouldn't. shouldn't. I hate pranks. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you generally, with the exception of my show, Money from Strangers, you generally are pranking people you love or someone like it's like a, a goof. Mm -hmm. I, oh, and also not to put YouTubers in a box, but there's a lot of pranks on YouTube that I don't care no, for. No, that's what I don't. I'm not into that genre on YouTube. Yeah, where they're like, I just slapped my girlfriend in the face with flour while she was asleep. Aren't we wild? Don't well, worry, she'll get me back by putting a roach in my underwear. It's like, <laughs> this is not a prank. You guys well, are just mean. Yeah, also, YouTuber pranks just actually ruin, like, pedestrians' lives yeah. because they don't know that they're part of a YouTube prank. They just remember that they saw something horrific on the street right. happen. And that's the part I hate the most is right. the innocent people that, as a byproduct, have to go on with the rest of their day and pretend that that didn't happen to them. I think I saw a dead them. body. You're like, ah, it was uh, a dummy. <laughs> Um, but also, like, I do, there's a spectrum of pranks, and I enjoy, like, a playful, fun A gag. silly goof. Yeah. A or goof scaring someone or something like that. That's really funny to me. What's the worst prank that's ever been pulled on you? Um, if there has been one. That's a good... Uh, it wouldn't seem very clever to you. It would... I, I'm okay. very guarded telling you things. <laughs> You're on Not Too Deep, the yeah. loosest podcast, the award-winning, streamy award-winning podcast. I think I've told you this before. Deep. You're very cool, and you're very and you you're hip to the internet. You are you're a very attractive woman. So when you tell someone something, usually they go, "Oh, Jeff's a silly guy." You just tend to make fun of everything I say. No, you're like, I am what? And I'm like, oh, well, did I say a word wrong? Oh, God. Uh, is my shirt not hip enough? Like, I don't you're... like this anymore. <laughs> so I hesitate to tell you something, and you're going to go, that's not a good tale. <laughs> this first podcast of 2019 is really indicative of where my year is going. <laughs> None of my other friends do I have to, like, uh, punch up the stories or feel like it's got to be hip. I'm trying to relate to you bro you? <laughs> <laughs> okay so i'll tell you it's not a good prank but uh, you're the one that's feeling negative about things maybe i'm projecting i'm welcoming I'm you into a safe space <laughs> where you can tell us stories and we get to authentically react to okay. them well okay then i guess i was just questioning if it is a safe space that's all i was <laughs> i mean I was do you see what mitchell's sure. wearing right now this is a safe space <laughs> this is what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so it's not a great prank, but we were like in fifth grade, mm -hmm. and it's I, I it's, it was so gross. These kids came <laughs> up to me, and they're my friends, and they go, "Dude, have you had the new Pepsi One or whatever the new product was, Coke uh -huh. Zero or whatever this thing was?" And they go, "It tastes exactly like Coca Cola." And I was like, "No, dude, those always taste different and gross and weird." He goes, "No, but this one, I think they screwed up and they put the wrong label on it or something. It tastes just..." And when I drank <laughs> it, it was obviously had like cheese and all this like crap that they just found on the lunchroom table and so i went like just like i'm dummy didn't feel it or shake i just like drank it and then spewed like everywhere on the on the uh, lunchroom table. That's definitely the worst prank that anyone's ever played. Uh, those are good friends. <laughs> They're horrible friends, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the build-up sounded like an actual, like, Pepsi commercial. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, like, have but you this tried one this? must be wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, uh, I, you know, I stopped hanging out with those guys. In fifth grade? Just so you know. Name names. If you look at my friend circle now, name, they're not in it. Name names. Name names. It was uh, Matt Rootsiger. Okay. You know him? 
Well, we'll know him now. Yeah. Seek him out. Yeah, he's not a public figure, but Matt Rutziger. <laughs> if I ever see you again. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. All right, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when oh, we get yeah. back, we're going to talk about um, your and Terry Bradshaw's actual bromance. Yeah. Um, which that is, makes it sound sexual. No, that's very sweet. Romance is the word that it's... From? Uh, you have a, a very sweet relationship yeah. with a, an adult man. Yeah. That's a bromance. <laughs> we'll be right back. All the way you're right into this weird. Support for today's show comes from Third Love. Using millions of real women's measurements, Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and incredible feel. Just answer a few simple questions from Third Love's Fit Finder quiz to find your perfect fit. Third Love offers double the number of sizes that most brands offer, cups A through H, bands up to 40A, and with lightweight memory foam cups, straps that won't slip, and tagless labels, you'll want to wear these soft and breathable bras and underwear every day, especially the new cotton t-shirt bras and underwear. But thanks to the 100% fit guarantee, returns and exchanges are free and easy. Guys, I've said this before, I'm a sports bra enthusiast through and through. When Third Love sent me some of their bras, I have been fully converted. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering you beautiful listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash grace now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash grace for 15% off today. And we're in. Thank you. Kidding. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Dye now hosts the podcast called Not Too Deep. And... I like to do the part where I say, and we're in. Okay, let's talk about better late than never. Yes. Better late than ever. Describe this to people that don't know, because uh, I have tried to wrap my brain around this, and it's the craziest seeming TV show of all time. Yeah, it's a, it's a travel show yeah. with four really famous old guys. So it's kind of like Grumpy Old Men meets, <laughs> like, uh, I don't know what... Uh, well, that's uh, a travel show, you know? Yeah. You're the tour organizer and yeah. suitcase holder for senior male celebs. <laughs> well, yeah, <that laughs> it's Terry Bradshaw, Henry Winkler, William Shatner and George Foreman. Okay. And they're on the adventure of a life. They're trying to travel the world now that they've they've done. They're kind of done with their work in a they're way. They're doing like bucket list stuff. Yeah. And yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. And so they just want to go see the world and go to places they've never been or places that they didn't get to spend much time in when they had to work there. Yeah. And uh, enjoy themselves. I represent like if the youthful yeah like if a viewer yeah youthful compared to them yeah uh, like if the if the viewer's like i wonder what it'd be like to travel with them you kind of get to witness it through me i'm like okay. the unknown you're the audience who's like, point of view when he says something silly i go oh god you know like when they're being <laughs> such silly old men i get to go oh, you know like i represent that you roll your eyes more than they do yeah That's i screw <laughs> things up more than anybody <laughs> uh and you guys went to asia asia was season one yeah uh -huh. we went to and europe yeah, and then Europe and Africa. Oh, God. That just seems cumbersome. What does cumbersome mean? <laughs> well, it just seems like a lot. It was like, a lot. Uh, but it's also NBC. They're, like, taking care of us. They're paying us. And yeah, did you have to audition to be vacation. that host? Uh, sort of. Okay. They had, like, a few people they were considering. Mm -hmm. And then my boss at NBC just goes, Jeff Dye is going to be that. And they were like, uh, because he's the highest up at NBC. So mm -hmm. he, they were like, we have to. But I just went to Henry Winkler's house and had tea with him. And then Henry's like, yeah, I like that guy. He's the guy. 
So way more went into casting the four men than me. I just got to have tea at Henry. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I'm going to Henry Winkler's house. And they're like, yeah, yeah, here's his address. I was like, what do I do? And he goes, just talk to him. And I was like, that's it. So I spent hours. I would kill for an audition that was only having tea with him. It was amazing. <laughs> He's this beautiful home. His wife came downstairs. We're chatting it up with her. He had a three-legged dog running around the living room. Of course like, he does. It was He's incredible. Yeah, it was so nice. And all his workers keep coming up. You want more lemon pound cake? And I was like, where am I? Like, this is the weirdest. It was such a delight. But we bonded a lot because he has dyslexia. I have dyslexia. He had a lot of learning things. He had a mm -hmm. lot of issues with his parents. I have issues with my parents. So there was a lot. We had a lot in common. You had a lot to relate to. Yeah, it was nice. That's super nice. Um, How has it been actually traveling with them? Great. Yeah. Yeah, they're so they're all really fun. And you and Terry are really good friends now. I think we get along the best because and this sucks that I would believe this, but I think we just have the most in common. So that yeah. makes us easier to get along. I wish that Why I didn't. Why does it suck that you would believe that? <laughs> you should be able to click really well with people that you have nothing in common with too. Sure, but, but also it's just that's like, the reason like people relate to each other is yeah. they have things in common. But I don't want to just like people who are like me. Oh, because you hate yourself, and so no, you want to just be able like to hate it's you. sad that I'm like he's just like me, so I love him. Like I've done That's a lot of reflecting on that. <laughs> I guess sometimes I'm drawn to people that aren't like me. Grace, sure. I mean, there's a whole gamut, there's a whole spectrum, yeah. but it's also okay to admit that you like yeah. someone that's exactly like you. Well, he, yeah, he's just like an old version of me. I feel like he's very playful and silly. He's always goofing off. Like you yeah, have you to spent really... the holidays with him. Yeah, I spent the last three Christmases, last three Thanksgivings. Oh, the last with him. three. Yeah. Oh, and how has it been? He lives on this big ranch where there's all these animals. <laughs> the yeah, he literally, I feel like uh, I saw photos and videos over the holidays. It seems like he has an adoption facility. He has like 12 dogs. That seems illegal, but and I guess in Texas you can do whatever you want. When you have like 300 acre ranch, you can have and you're as Terry many. Bradshaw. Yeah, they don't, nobody's policing it. Have you been to a dog shelter? They're begging you to take them. Yeah, They're like, you yeah. want this? You're like, uh... Yeah? You gonna kill it? No? All right, now I have a dog. That's all it takes. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> yeah. So when Terry comes in, they just give him the whole place. Um, what other animals does he have? Uh, he has uh, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of horses. That's his main animal. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how he makes all of his money. He like breeds them and shows uh, them. And... Does he race them? Um, I don't know. All right. I don't know. So you guys don't get into like deep conversations. Well, I know nothing about horses. So whenever I try to oh. limp in on a horse conversation, they all look at me like, why is the boy trying to learn about, because <laughs> like, I don't know anything. I'm like, uh, how many horses you got? And they're like, don't ask someone that. And I was like, why? And he goes, because that's like asking how much money you have in your bank account. I was like, I didn't know that. I was just asking you a horse question. Uh <laughs> <laughs> have you learned any of the names of any of the horses? Because that seems to be the funniest thing about horses to me is like the ridiculous names that they have. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, he has a donkey named Horse or named Snoop Dunk, which I think is great. That's great. That's great. That seems appropriate. It's great. And he's got a bunch of um, cows. There's a ton of cows up there. Okay. He's got some Semmental cattle. He's got a bunch of bulls. Um, my favorite is he has a barn of pigs. And I love pigs. I don't eat meat because I met a pig like 11 years ago. And they have I've a kindergartner's level of education. Oh, really? That's what people say about pigs, that they're smarter than dogs. Oh, they're so sweet. I, mm -hmm. I love pigs. That's why I don't touch meat, because mm -hmm. of this one pig. But anyways, he has a whole barn full of pigs. And you Wait, can, go can we play go with back them. to tell us about the one pig that made you stop eating yeah, meat? Yeah, I was <laughs> with a girl. We went to like a winery, uh -huh. and there was this little pig running around. And <laughs> and, I saw, and they're all drinking wine and gossiping and being like... I, and you were laser focused on this pig. I couldn't believe there was a pig here. <laughs> I was like, there's a pig running around? 
<laughs> so I'm playing with the pig and the guy that's like teaching them about wine and all that uh -huh. kind of stuff in the winery. Uh, he he saw that I was more interested in the pig, so he goes, "Yeah, that pig lives here." Is you know whatever friend of ours. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and I was like, man, he seems like real smart. And he goes, "Yeah, they're very smart." So then, as we went, when I went back to the table to pretend like I was an adult again and drink wine with everyone, the, Make, yeah. the pig kept nudging me. And I was like, what is going on? And he goes, he remembers you. Like, he, he knows that Aww. you're the one that was playing with him. So whatever. I'm like, oh, that's nice. So I'm playing with him under the table. And then I ignore him. And I'm looking at the girls again. And then he put his chin on my knee. The same way my dog. It. He just, yeah. like, rested. And I was like, oh, never again. Never will I. Uh. I can eat fake pork you know like yeah, soy yeah. pork or whatever um but terry has a barn full of pigs mm -hmm. and he won't go in there because they will all be slaughtered and given away oh, like so he, he gives doesn't want to have away. any emotional connection he to any of them because he will yeah. he knows he will yeah 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 oh that's very sweet but he donates that meat uh the it's like some sort of charity where he raises the pigs and then gives all the meat to this charity that's that really needs great food. yeah no i watched a couple of different like documentaries about like raising pigs with like respect to be slaughtered, but like in like the most, um, like giving them the best lives they can. Well, until if they die of old age, I support that. You know, like if the pig, pig dies of old age, and <laughs> then they cut it up and all that. He's got like a little gray beard and a cane, and they're like, well, he passed away, you know? Yeah. <laughs> old I... Peapot, we can cut him up now. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. Yoga, question yeah. mark, is a question I have for you. You love yoga. I love yoga, yeah. How long have you been into that? Uh, like 10 years. How did that happen? A girl. <laughs> like everything else in my life. <laughs> like I get introduced to a thing and then I go, this is fantastic. And then long after that person's gone, I'm still into it. Uh, well, that's great. Yeah, I love yoga. Do you like it? Um, rather die, but... <laughs> really? You don't enjoy it? No, it's, it's, it's something I should enjoy. I know that eventually I have plenty of time to enjoy it. I have gone <laughs> You're in... making yourself do yoga? Uh, no, I should... It just it, I call it just, you know, fancy stretching. Okay. Um, and I have gone in peaks and valleys in my life of dabbling with fancy stretching. And um, I know eventually I need to because I got bad knees. You know no who would knees. hate you calling it fancy stretching? Every person Yogis. that likes yoga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a oversimplification. I get oh. it. Sun salutations. Marriage, or as I call it, codependency. Like what, a, <laughs> what semantics you've put on that. Well, that's all it is. It's very slow. And I it's get more very, for your mind than your body. I know, and yeah. that's probably where I'm at that I can't enjoy it right now. <laughs> it's it's too slow. It gives me too much time to think about my thoughts. So How, Well, have you there's lots of so the yoga that I am I kind of do back and forth. Yeah. Um there's it's called yoga sculpt, so you have like light weights and it's very oh, fast-paced yeah. and it's a uh, to be fair, it's very vain. Like that's more for your body. Like just trying trying to be like, oh, it's the new year, like I want to like sweat it all that's out. That's the only time strong. I've done yoga is doing like um YouTube like 10-minute high intensity yoga. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the only You're time. You're doing it on YouTube? Ever heard of it? Yeah, but not for yoga, <laughs> ding dong. <laughs> Go to realize, a studio where there's other humans. That energy connects and you're with people. Do you realize that I don't have to pay $90 a month <laughs> oh, and I can get it for yeah. free? Please oh send Grace God, your God. money. She can't afford yoga, guys. <laughs> Go to my mm, patreon.com slash Jeff Dye's Friends Podcast or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, the sadness <laughs> of a millionaire. How can she... Uh, I just don't like the energy of people. Like when I work out, I like to be in a very isolated space. Uh, That's why I run. That's my form I love of yoga. That. I like running too. Yeah, it's very isolated. That's and probably why I got bad knees though, huh? The running. Oh yeah, no stretching, all running. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
<laughs> makes bad knees. I think I don't think you don't like yoga. I think you have a problem with stretching. I think that yeah, you just it's hate too slow. stretching. I just want to get to the activity, get in, get out, and then be done, and yeah. then feel bad about it later when my knees hurt and I can't walk anywhere. Yeah. Well, um, I'm so much in my phone and computer and all that kind of like I kind of. I'm too much. When people complain, like, there are people are in their phone too much. I'm that guy. I'm in my phone way yeah, too much. Yeah, what's your social media platform go-to? Like, what's the one that you... Probably Instagram. Yeah. But what I was going to say is, like, I'm in my phone so much that, like, yoga's a nice, like, it forces me to be away from my phone because I'm in, like, a hot studio around people. So uh, I like that part of it. Like, that's yeah. the one time I'm forcing myself to, like, No, disconnect. that's... I, my best ideas and my only ideas come from when I'm running or taking a shower because I don't have my phone in my hand. That's, that's why I shower eight hours a day. That's yeah. why I, I run in my shower. And it is... That's where all the gold uh, comes. Confusing. My dog <laughs> hates it. It's very weird. Um, what's... Ooh, have you ever had to untag yourself from a photo on social media? Almost daily. Why? Uh... <laughs> Uh, go on <laughs> yeah well because people will post photos um that are old of me like in a relationship or something i'm like oh Ugh. yeah yeah or they'll and they're because people that don't don't know me they're usually doing it sure or it's like someone will see something very funny like oh this is a funny meme i want jeff to see it but i'm not in the meme it's not like nothing to do i'm like why would you tag me in this okay. just maybe text it to me or dm it to me you don't have to like tag me in it so i like untag myself on that and then also i'll i have like ocd so i like the way my thing looks like, Your page. Yeah, when you like scroll up and like look through yeah, them all. Yeah, uh, it's called an Instagram theme, right? Instagram aesthetic. Instagram, this is me showing my age going, <laughs> what is it go. called when people have like an actual theme that I've never been able to actually figure out for aesthetic. myself? Aesthetic. Yeah, that you yeah have, and uh, I like it to look a certain way. So if something is, just looks weird, I'm going, ugh. So what's, how would you describe how your Instagram looks to someone that's never seen it? Well, my, this is, you're going to think I'm so lame. No, I, this is... I'm a social media influencer and okay. I need hot tips on how to get my Instagram. I don't think Instagram. it works. It's not like I get more likes because of it. But my my goal with my Instagram page is I always, I, I, I want it to look like I'm smiling. I want to be smiling a lot. And I okay. also want it to be people. I don't want photos of things or places as much as it should. When, I, when you scroll down yeah. mine, you're like, look, he's happy and he loves people. And so it's my friends. It's that's people great. I work with. I think that that's, that's what. That's so much more sincere than most people's themes are like red. <laughs> that's it yeah. so like yours is so much more thoughtful and sincere than most social media that I'm around people and that, that's what's important to me well that's a very sweet theme and you do it well uh, what's your like MO when you wake up in the morning of like how do you post things like how do you go through your social media uh, I don't post that often I, I Maybe I do. Bite my tongue. Oh, do I? Do I post a lot? Well, I think I post on my story a lot. You post. Uh, it's only been fascinating because you were coming on here, so I was stalking your whole Instagram, yeah. and it was like you post in bursts of threes. Right. You post like three <laughs> photos out of nowhere once a day, and then that's it. And yeah. I was like, this is an interesting way to yeah. post. Well, there's is, literally not... no strategy to oh, my. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't no... know if I didn't know something. No, like well, it's not like it's working. You've seen my Instagram. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not like I'm like, yeah, it's all part of my. Uh, all part of the plan. Average 200 <laughs> likes ever. Like it's not like. <laughs> there's no grandiose plan. Uh, you also tag yourself in all your photos, right? So that if you see. If you look at tagged photos, is that bad? Do people not do that? 
generally no. They don't. <laughs> no, I I didn't know if that was a thing. I didn't know that because yeah. I figure people are looking for me. They'll find your page, uh, and then they'll see all your photos, and then they can see your tag photos. Weird. Welcome to my TED talk about Instagram. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> Because, yeah, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know if that was a thing. I was like, should I be tagging myself in all my photos so people can find them? Because Instagram changes every We're day. We're just everyone trying hates to figure it, it out. Ugh, but also, I hate now it so I much. Um, what's your least favorite form of social media? Least favorite form of social media mm-hmm. would be uh, Twitter, but I have to do it. I feel, oh, yeah. I feel like I have to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, well, I'll tell you, like, Ooh, do you have anyone that you hate follow on Twitter or that you love follow on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> best follow on Twitter is Randy Quaid. Okay. The best Twitter follow of all time. <laughs> Why? Also, there used to be an NBA player named Chris Kamen. Well, he's he's just not in the NBA anymore, but uh-huh. or maybe he is. I don't know. He was a clipper. Okay. And he's this big, like, crazy, kind of looks like a bald Bigfoot, you know, just like this big guy. You really love Bigfoot, yeah. I do. <laughs> Even a hairless one that would play for the Clippers. And he's this this big. And also, uh, he's, look him up. Chris Kamen. Just this big guy, right? Okay. And uh, he's a redneck. And okay. uh, so he'd be playing, like, let's say the Clippers are playing the Hawks. He would post a photo <laughs> of him, like, with a dead hawk that he shot. <laughs> And be like, playing the Hawks tonight. And you're like, oh, my God. He's just showing, like, that's definitely against the law, too. You can't just, like, kill a hawk. And then he did it for uh, the Bobcats. He's, like, holding up a dead Bobcat. lady. What? these are real animals that he's just Yeah, he's, like, this big redneck. And he, like, grew up in somewhere. And he's got, like, camo uh, overalls, like, in the picture. Yeah. uh, So weird. I mean, that is also a specific aesthetic also jose canseco is great because he'll (laughs) he'll get into fights with his wife and just tweet about it like this dumb b-word and he'll put like photos of her that are really inappropriate that she wouldn't want yeah and then the next how do we not know that this is (laughs) and then the next morning he'll delete it all and then be like with the love of my life i can't imagine anything without her like he he just posts all these flare-ups do they not have a reality television show it's incredible um Okay, well, uh, we're going to take a break. And on this break, I'm going to go follow Jose Canseco because uh, he's important to me now. We'll be right back with your questions for Jeff Dial, Not Too Deep. Want to save money, save the planet, and look good doing it? It doesn't get any better than ThreadUp. ThreadUp is the largest online consignment store where you can shop high-quality pieces for up to 90% off estimated retail. They have over 35,000 brands, ranging from Gap to Gucci, with thousands of new items added every day. You can find a Coach purse for $10, an Anthropology dress for $6, and a Lululemon tank for $10. What? Insane. I know. That's insane. Yeah. If you go to threadup.com slash grace today, you'll also get an extra 30% off your first order. It's super easy and fun to shop. Save your sizes, your favorite brands, and filter for exactly what you want. It's the comfort of shopping online with the insane deals of thrifting. Look good and do good this year with ThreadUp. So go to threadup.com slash grace for an extra 30% off your first order. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash grace. Threadup.com slash grace for 30% off today. Terms apply. Not, not too deep. Today's episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by Hum. Hum Nutrition is all about making you look and feel your best. Each specific supplement packs a combo of potent ingredients designed for specific aims like clearer skin, boosted energy, fuller hair, 
and is backed by clinical results. Hum focuses on preventing concerns and long-term care and repair, not damage control and covering up. Their inside-out approach to beauty goes beyond skincare regimen alone to give you great results. Hum's products are sustainably sourced, not GMO, and free of soy, gluten, artificial colors, and preservatives, plus lots of vegan options. Try supplements like the Daily Cleanse, Hair Sweet Hair Growth Gummies, Uber Energy, and more. If you aren't sure what you need, go to humnutrition.com slash get underscore started to take a quiz and get personalized recommendations from Hum's team of registered dietitians. To make things even easier, Hum offers a monthly vitamin subscription that's affordable, flexible, and convenient. I mean, hair sweet hair growth gummies. One, you know I love a gummy vitamin. Two, you know I need to grow my hair because my extensions have ravished my scalp uh, uncontrollably. So three, this is my best case scenario. I'm all for it. I'm all for Uber Energy. Ooh, because I am always tired. And That's so, true. <laughs> and so now, now I'm now I'm taking. And I need you to be awake to record these podcasts. That's right. So I started taking Uber Energy, and I'm really enjoying it. Like we said, go to humnutrition.com/get underscore started for your personalized recommendations and get twenty percent off your purchase with code Grace. That's humnutrition.com/get underscore started and code Grace. And we're back. Hey, Jeff Dice here, uh, Not Too Deep. Uh, okay, we're going to get into these Twitter questions, but I'm going to ask you the two questions I ask every single guest that's on okay. the podcast before we get into those. Um, so first is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Oh, no. It's not uh, no, no, necessarily. Well, they're probably not going to like it, right? Depends on the person. Yeah, I guess. Some <laughs> freak. <laughs> So who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at um, for purposes that you don't have to explain to the audience right yeah, now? Yeah, there's not many people I have ever thought about throwing cold spaghetti at. That is the general thought behind. Um, yeah, that's why it's a silly, fun question. Uh, uh, I would probably throw honestly, cold spaghetti mm-hmm. at... I feel like Terry would love it. I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't know him as a human, but seeing your relationship, he yeah. might find it kind of, you know, sweet. No. <laughs> All right, never mind. Yeah, I don't think you would. <laughs> what about that? Can pig? I ask what I other like people the, have answered? Uh, what, what, are you, what is your answer? It's a full spectrum, and it changes day by day. Okay, you know, who like, would you like to throw a cold spaghetti at today? Honestly, right now, the pig at that, that winery that you met. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like that'd be the greatest gift. Oh, he of might all like time. that, yeah. Exactly. He'd be like, oh, that'd thank be a very you. nice thing. She threw food at my face. Uh, please, I have a lap if you'd yeah. like to rest your chin. Yeah, you like cold spaghetti, you little rascal? <laughs> yeah. And then she, he's like, why did she bring cold spaghetti to this winery? Hey, no one checked my pockets. She's a nut. <laughs> yeah. I got through TSA with this. She is zany. <laughs> Uh, I would probably throw cold spaghetti. We can come back to you if you yeah, want to think about it. This is tough, man. All right. So, not too deep. Those are the hard hitting questions. <laughs> I know. That's the question you have the, the hardest one, one answering. At, yeah. All right. Well, here's hoping you have an answer Ugh. for this one. Okay. The other question I ask every single guest is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases or a mix of the two. Okay. So, mine is college jogging front lawn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, oh. Hollywood video. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. <laughs> lying. Lying. <laughs> and um, yeah, 
But I was gonna say like horrible stank, but that's everyone's. Yeah, no, no, that's that you can, no. I mean, that's, that's just, just you know, it rounds out the story. Yeah. Oh man, what a world. And there's no follow up question, so that uh, really paints a horrible stanky picture. Oh, it was the worst. Okay, now let's get into the, some uh, Twitter questions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, someone just asked, "Who's your favorite person on Twitter?" But I think you've already answered oh, yeah. that. Um, you can elaborate if you think of anyone else. Uh, but someone wants to know, what's your worst stand-up story? Uh, I once opened for a band, and uh, I wasn't good at comedy yet, to be honest. Like, but I was, also, I don't know why people ever book stand-ups to open for bands. Never works. I don't, I've heard horror stories from other stand-ups that have the exact same scenario. Yeah, Who, and but we just like money, so we're like, I, we got to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. We know it's going to be a nightmare. They hope it's not going to be a nightmare. And then we get paid and we just drive home. What was, so what's this? This scenario is a little story? different because I wasn't getting paid. I was like not a successful comedian yet, but I had a friend who had this really great brand, band in Seattle mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen him much. Uh, and they were like doing pretty good. They're growing pretty big. And then uh, they were like, Hey, we're playing this like venue. And I go, Hey, can me and some friends come? And mm-hmm. I'll, can I have tickets? And he goes, yeah, dude. Uh, and I just talked to my manager do you want to open for us? Like, do you want to do your stand-up in front of our show? And I was like, no, 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 that's a, that will be a horrible idea. We just want to come and support your band and yeah. whatever. And he goes, this is all text. It's not like on the phone. Sure. And he's like, oh, well, he said, you know, he really wants you to do stand-up in front of the thing. And then I was like, uh, I was like, I know, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> then he came back with a text, like probably 20 minutes later. Hey, you can have free tickets to the show. You can have a, a bar tab and we'll give you $200 if you open for us. How old were you at this time? I was in my 20s, but I was like real new at comedy sure. and I had probably negative $400 in my bank account. <laughs> so this, you're making money. Yeah, I was living in a Volkswagen Jetta. Like I didn't even have a home. I lived in the back seat of a car. I'm in no position to turn down $200 uh-huh. cash and a free bar tab, which yeah. whatever. So I did it and it was a nightmare. It was so bad that years after that in Seattle when people would be like, hey, I've seen you do comedy before. I go, where? <laughs> And they go giggles. And I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, like, Because yeah, yeah. I was, I'm so psychologically devastated by that gig. What was the style of music that the band played? They were like, uh, whatever, like if Incubus wasn't famous, you know, it was like. Oh, no. No, I like that kind of music. You don't like Incubus? <laughs> no, I, I, they're very famous. I love Incubus. I, mean, <laughs> I like But them. that's, I'm just saying. It was oh, also like, the, you know. I'm saying, oh, no, I don't think people. I don't think people are going to a, you know. Incubus-esque concert going, I hope I can giggle before uh, it. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, if anyone knows my comedy, if you don't, like, I spend, my act is, like, 80% smiling, 20% jokes. That's I talk about Instagram. birds and kitty cats. Like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody's going to watch me be like, oh, I, was, I saw a bird on an airplane once. Uh, uh. <laughs> Well, it's only gone up from there. Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah, good job. Um, someone wants to know your favorite WWE moment of all time. Um, I don't have any favorite moments. I know that's weird. But I, I do think like uh, just like the Stone Cold like era or like when I was a little boy, I liked uh, Razor Ramon. I don't know. Like I can't think of any matches or anything that were like these big holy shit moments. Yeah. But uh, I like it all. What... Um, match would you want to see now uh i want to see match anyone out of retirement anyone that's dead anyone yeah braun Strowman, (laughs) who uh, hates me now (laughs) no he doesn't 
I don't think he hates you at all. I didn't realize how I had, uh, for those of you that don't know, I was on Jeff Dye's podcast. and uh, You said I'd, he looked like a low-rent... Wait, no, what cast, was it? I, he looked like a budget cast member of Rent, and <laughs> yeah. then he tweeted at you about it and i got scared because he is huge yeah you called the biggest guy in wwe i said i hate him so much hate 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 i can't was the quote i think hate 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 i can't oh i said very very black and white definitively that i did not like him and uh, wrestlers are used to that though like you're talking about his character and all that but that's like they that's a compliment in a way that they're so like that's part of what they go for they're either beloved or hated yeah some of those guys love being hated mm-hmm. and some of them are just humans that what? i shouldn't say bad things about <laughs> why would he have okay. hard feelings about a beautiful woman that's famous uh, saying she that hated has him a no lot. real knowledge of wwe just has like a basic surface <laughs> level and goes i don't like him he's boring I don't um, like his outfit. I don't like <laughs> That's where the first thing you attacked. Yeah. And he has no say on what he has to wear in yeah. the ring. Although, in the, it, like, to just piggyback on that, mm-hmm. I said all I care, you're like, all he is is big. And I was like, yeah, That's all, all he is is big. <laughs> like, I agreed. <laughs> so you should be kind of annoyed with me. I'm surprised you replied to it at all. Uh, uh, okay, so your dream match is him. Okay, Braun Strowman mm-hmm. versus Diesel. Oh, Vin? Kevin Nash. Oh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Can you imagine? Braun Strowman versus Jason Statham. And he kills Jason Statham at the oh, end. Oh, I just want Mark Ruffalo to wrestle anyone. That's That'd be my, a good match. Yeah, that's my, if he comes out in tiny Hulk gear, I would love every second of it. I'd like to see Hulk Hogan with his tag team partner, Brooke Hogan, uh-huh. versus Rick his daughter, Flair and okay. his tag team partner, Charlotte Flair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. It's called Daddy Issues. Uh-huh. Is the name of the match. That'd be and great. A Daddy Issues main event. Oh, I would be glued to the screen. Yeah, we all have those. Um. Okay, what, or what someone wants to know, how did you get obsessed with WWE? Oh, I think they were asking you that. Uh-uh. No? No, this is at Jeff Dye. Oh. Because uh, I, I read that one and I thought they were talking to me. Or I thought they were talking to you, I mean. Uh, no, you can refuse to answer it if you don't want no, to. No, no, I just, it's, it was one of the first things I saw when I was a kid. When I was a yeah. little kid, I was like, um, actually, you know that bevy of toy collection that's behind me in my room? Yeah, if yeah. you guys don't know, please go check out his podcast because it is... Um, it's interesting to have a conversation with you just surrounded by a fever dream of trinkets. <laughs> what does fever dream mean? It's just literally you have so many collectibles and you just bring people into this room of collectibles yeah. and then say, are. now here we go, let's talk. You are now in my youth. <laughs> Welcome to my teenage yeah, bedroom. I'm comfortable with it. Uh, no. no, there's a bunch of these toys. I remember I went to this kid's house named Eric Barron's. Really mm-hmm. sweet kid. My mom and dad. He's like, a huge fan of the podcast. Well, me and I hope he is. Mm-hmm. Me and Eric both didn't have any friends at school. And so our parents like made us hang out with each other. And so I went to his house. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's like, I guess we're friends now because nobody else wants us. It's by default. Um, and he had those exact toys that are behind me on the ground. And I was so like captivated by him. I was like, oh, these are really cool. Mm-hmm. What is this? And he goes, it's wrestling. And I was like, what's wrestling? And then he showed me like a magazine. And then literally the next day uh, at, at his house, it was on. And so I was like, oh, and we started watching it. And mm-hmm. then from then, I was just became real obsessed. And that's why I'm still like linked to those toys in a weird way in my childhood. No, I get it. My yeah. older brothers uh, were into like Warhammer and that sort of thing. So my anytime I walked past my older brother's room, it just smelled like fumes. And he was just <laughs> painting tiny men. And we called him his tiny men. And it was, uh, <laughs> and he's now... Given it to my nephew, 
And uh, now your nephew does it? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, Do you hate like, that or love that? No, it's very sweet. I was a bitch when I was younger and I hated it. But, but now, were you, you were a kid. You weren't a bitch. <laughs> also, I was just like, I'm trying to be cool. But yeah. I'm also like a dork. So why am I? Well, my sisters would do that about wrestling. Oh, yeah. They'd be like, you know, wrestling's fake. But see, and that's how I got into wrestling because my older brother would watch Bushwhackers. And I love my older brother. So we would just do Bushwhackers in the yeah. attic room that we shared. And then when I was in college, that's how you knew when I was drunk is that I would just start doing Bushwhackers by myself yeah. in the and corner. the cool kids that didn't watch wrestling like, she's a nut. Like, she dances like, no, weird. it's a wrestling <laughs> reference. She dances weird. Which I didn't fully even understand because I was just mimicking my older brother the yeah. whole, like, childhood. Um, there's so many wrestling questions. Someone wants to know if you could get body slammed by any wrestler, active or retired, who would it be and what why? A weird question. Oh, I'd like to be hurt by which wrestler? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I'd like good. to be hurt uh, by the ultimate warrior. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, he was a fun one. But yeah. Oh, he's the best. He's the, yeah, the sweatiest and uh, also does Also the craziest. You, he, he, so, did, he When he did his promos and he just turns his back to the camera yeah. constantly, it's my favorite thing and ever. And he, like, he was on a bevy of cocaine <laughs> oh, and, and the most obvious. steroids. <laughs> and he, like, one, there's one, uh, there's a famous monologue. Anyone who knows wrestling knows what I'm about to reference. But if you haven't watched wrestling, there's a great clip of the Ultimate Warrior mm -hmm. basically doing a promo to Hulk Hogan where he describes a terrorist attack. He's like, when we're on the plane, Hogan, I will go into the cockpit oh, no. and I will, those pilots will make the ultimate sacrifice. <laughs> then I will grab the controls and I will navigate the plane into the mountain. He's like, he's going to kill everyone. <laughs> Don't let him on a plane. It makes no he, he, he says he would kill the pilots so that he could take control. It's insanity. And this is children's morning television. This was yeah. like Saturday afternoon. Yeah, this is live action cartoons. It's basically. insane. <laughs> what, the things they got away with is like, how are they showing this to children? Uh, and it's shaped who we are as adults. That's right, man. I love it. <laughs> um, oh, but I was going to say, my sister would always pick, pick on me. Because you said you were a bitch. But that's just what siblings do. Well, no, I just refused my... There was a... Um, so my older brother and younger brother love Magic the Gathering. They love Pokemon. They love uh, Warhammer. They love yeah. Dungeons and Dragons. All of that. Um, and there was a store in the mall called like Wizards or something. <laughs> and, <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah, my dad would it take us. It wasn't like Wizards of the East or something like something that? Something like that. And my dad would take us on Wednesday <laughs> visitation and uh, my brothers would go in there and I would sit there and refuse to go inside. Really? Why did you have such a problem with <laughs> I just was like, I hate I when people enjoy things I don't know about. I know. I was I was terrible. Uh, God bless my father for trying to balance my brothers and myself out at the same time. I was Why like, can't I they just like take me to the limited I'm two. interested in. I want to go to Claire's. Yeah. Um, I want to go shoplift at Claire's. <laughs> well, I wasn't I was a dork. I would never dream of doing that. Well, my sister would always go, um, you know, wrestling's fake. And I used to be like, I think you're dumb. And I was a boy. <laughs> I was like a little kid. And I was like, I think you're dumb for believing that I'm dumb enough to think this is real like <laughs> i'm aware that it's i don't think that, that a giant and a sergeant and an indian got together in a ring to settle their i know it's fake and in the same way when you're watching like cheers or friends i'm not like you know they're not really friends they're just actors yeah everything is a story we have to suspend uh, disbelief except jennifer aniston and courtney cox are really good friends in real life oh so wow. i've heard it is real yeah it's all happening yeah it's a documentary i didn't know if you <laughs> knew that all my dreams <laughs> yeah. um yes, ross and rachel together again 
This is maybe the weirdest tweet we've oh. ever gotten for a not too deep guest. And it's kind of a visual. So apologies okay. to anyone that's listening to this right now. Well, we can link to it in the show notes. Oh, thank there God. Because go. I don't know if this also is... Also, put a link to Wizards of the East. <laughs> <laughs> God, I got to ask my dad what that store was called. I know exactly where it was. It was right next to the Macy's. Uh, but the, I don't know if it's Tiffany Amber Thiessen or this is actually a photo of this woman. Okay. Um, she tweeted, is Jeff Dye married? If not, does he like older women? Does it help that I am also a Seattle native? And then I think she tweeted this selfie of her, which I don't know if, if this is Tiffany Amber Thiessen from <laughs> Say by the Bell or actually which this woman. <laughs> she might be really flattered that you think that it could be Tiffany Amber Thiessen. What a nice thing to say. Uh, yeah, she's beautiful, but this is the <laughs> most direct. I'll answer. Like, uh, No, it doesn't help that you're from Seattle. <laughs> No, I don't want to marry you. And well, no, it's I just, mean, maybe just, I'd be interested in older has, women, but what a strange approach, ma'am. She just has, if you're married and do you like older women, does it help that I'm also a Seattle native? Yeah, not married. Uh, no interest. And uh, <laughs> well, no really, interest in getting married. You fucked up my chance to be a matchmaker. So. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you got to come a little harder than that. You gave me one option of a lady you don't even know. Amy J9M1. Good for her. Uh, of course I know you her. You seem like a sweet lady. I also think that maybe she doesn't know how Twitter works <laughs> or dating works for that matter. That's but, not how dating starts. But um, <laughs> I've never met a girl this way. I, hey, you like older gals? I mean, you might be hitched. This but is I'm my not. future. Just so you know, no. this is how I'm going to be using Twitter in like 10 years. Wrong. So do not hate on this wonderful I'm woman that's hating. putting herself out there. She's making herself vulnerable. Yeah. And now all of a sudden I'm on your side, Amy J9M1, which is probably a bot. And this might be a sex bot. Who knows? Okay. No, if it's a sex bot, they wouldn't. There wouldn't be a, like a nice cropped photo of her in front of a fireplace. It would be her boobs and butt or something, right? <laughs> like you like older women. Here's my crotch. Go on. That's how sex bots work. That's how sex bots work. And you're like, I'm not sure it's real. There's zero followers, and uh, all right, I'll follow just in case it is real. <laughs> On that note, we've reached the end of the podcast. Jeff, thank you so much for being here. But as a guest of Not Too Deep, we give everyone a very, very special gift. And it's oh, a, this is fun. It's a personalized fortune cookie just for you. Do you, can I ask you a question about fortune cookies? A thousand percent, yes. Um, when they come to the table, mm -hmm. I get this really excited. I get very excited when the fortune cookie comes. Yeah. Because uh, I never am expecting it. I don't eat this kind of food that often. You shouldn't Chinese eat food. this, just so you oh, know. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you can are eat you, it. You can. You can. But. Do you eat the cookie or do you just break it open and leave it? Or what kind oh, of I eat it because I'm a garbage monster. <laughs> I'm literally a garbage disposal of sugar, even in the smallest bits, which is like a fortune cookie. <laughs> but Garbage monster. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's definitely not the way a fortune cookie is normally. <laughs> it's folded in there. Like it, like it, uh, drag us, Jeff, drag us. Like someone pushed it in there with a toothpick. Like, uh, um, slide it in there. Some might say that's exactly what happened before you got here. <laughs> I didn't get one. It's just a gusher. Someone put a fruit snack in mine. They must have heard I can't read. Uh -huh. right. I'll read it too if you want it's me to. It's a big fortune. Yeah, it's very long. Sorry. My future is long. Well, I think it's about Braun Strowman. You ready? <laughs> yeah. We know you ordered the bionic penis male sex uh, robot. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but we also know you only did it as a decoration for your house, mm -hmm. which is weirder. 
Yeah. <laughs> so Listen, that's your fortune. I don't know how you know any of this. <laughs> We're very... And I won't be shamed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to like whatever I want, man or robot. Yeah. No, you have a very beautiful <laughs> spread in your house. You have a very specific aesthetic, as yeah. we've already gone over. And so we're just letting the audience know that there's many elements to it. I imagine that that robot <laughs> will be treated better at my home <laughs> than any sort of pervert who wants to rough up a robot. I will be tender and nice and treat that robot with the respect it deserves if it was alive. Can I have that clip as a separate clip after we do this so I can post it to promote this episode? That'd be like very special to me. Thank you. Thank you for uh, having me, Grace. Yeah, Jeff, where can people find you, your podcast, and whatever you're doing if they don't already know? Uh, at Jeff Die, mm -hmm. tons of tagged photos of me. Tag them because he's going to tag himself regardless. I'm so humiliated. I'm going to spend a good amount of time this week just going through untagging all my photos. I didn't know. I thought it would help people find me. But. Yeah, no, I, th I honestly don't think it's bad. Uh, I feel like you thought it was bad. I just didn't. I honestly didn't know. Even I didn't the producer know. goes, that's not a thing. <laughs> Like a concern, like a, almost a fatherly moment of like, mm, son. How do we tell him? Everybody's been talking about it. Uh, okay, where can they listen to your podcast? Uh, iTunes. Uh, just go to Jeff Dye's Friendship Podcast. And when does it come out? Uh, it's every Wednesday. Very cool. And yeah. are you doing any? Sh I don't know when this episode will come out. Any February shows? February fourth. Will you be anywhere in February? That's my birthday, February fourth. Oh, happy birthday! Thank you so much. Uh, um, will you be anywhere in February that people can go find you? Just go to jeffdie.com and my whole calendar's there because I don't really m memorize it. Yeah, and I'm sure things change last minute. Mm -hmm. Anyway, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, this has been you awesome. guys should go listen to his podcast. I was on an episode a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It was super fun. I talked. Way more about wrestling than I ever anticipated talking about. Wait, did I already tell you? That? I might have already repeated this sentence to you. What? But like, I th I take everything you say like, oh, she knows what she's talking about. Oh, like, no, I please do. don't. I really do <laughs> no. about everything. I'm like, no, I respect her. She definitely knows more than me. I didn't even graduate high school. But the, uh, but you said like, oh, you know, I listened to an episode because, you know, I was going to be on it. And you were like, it's very like dude heavy. It's very bro-y. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, the, no, well, we're too bro -y. And then she came on and only wanted to talk about pro wrestling. I think I just got absorbed in <laughs> yeah, the trinkets yeah. and the bros around me that I tried You're to like, be one of the You're like, this is way too bro -y. Enough about my life. Let's talk about wrestling. Let's talk about dudes hitting dudes. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to talk about feminism. Um, fully support it. So we'll see you guys next time on another episode of Not Too Deep. <laughs> Goodbye. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. Too deep. This Grace Helbig. Want to save money, save the planet, and look good doing it? It doesn't get any better than ThreadUp, the largest online consignment and thrift store. Shop over 35,000 brands at up to 90% off estimated retail. Go to threadup.com slash grace for an extra 30% off your first order. That's T-H-R-E-D-U-P dot com slash grace. Threadup.com slash grace for an extra 30% off today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer and directed by Jack Ferry. Producer and editor, Melissa D. Mons. Writing by Diane Kang. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. And an extra special thanks to Flula for the theme music. Too deep, too deep, too deep, too deep, too deep. not too deep. Too deep. It was Grace Helbig.
Whatever struggles you are facing from depression and anxiety to trauma and grief, BetterHelp can connect you with a professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. It's so convenient. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions as well as chat and text with your therapist. And anything you share is completely confidential. Best of all, it is affordable and you will get 10% off your first month with the discount code GRACE. So why not get started? Go to betterhelp.com slash grace. Fill out a questionnaire to get matched with a counselor that you'll love today. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, producer Melissa D. Montz, K. 